0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now, here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Well, good morning from the Pacific Northwest in the state of Oregon. It is Wednesday, September 21, 2022. Uh, we're sorry we're a little bit late today. Uh, we try, but every once in a while we don't make it. So it's going to be a good show, probably worth the wait. So. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, it's gonna We're going to bring Kat Kerr on in just a moment. A uh, quick couple of announcements. First of all, people that have questions for Cat, we still continue to accumulate those. If, go to uh, questionsforcat.com, questionsforcat.com, and then you'll be able to fill out a little tiny form, and you type in your question. It's simple. Keep them really short so that we can just ask the question. Uh, we can't get the whole story, uh, but just get your question Boil down to the simplest as you can possibly make it, and so we've answered literally hundreds of questions, and some of them keep repeating over and over. We try and find it first if it's already there because we're always looking for new questions that haven't been said, so we can continue continue to populate both YouTube and Rumble with those questions and answers so again, go to their questions for right there if you have a questions for that and we'll get you on the we have a, a list these are all of our questions from viewers, and we start going through them. Uh, trying to be pretty methodical about getting getting to your questions. All right, thank you so much and now it is time for Kat. so without further delay, let's bring uh, Wednesdays with cat and Steve and here we go. Hello, I got my pink tie on for you cat today. I think this is probably the first time in my entire life I've worn a pink tie so only <laughs> for cat. Only for cat.
2: <laughs> it looks good on you.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. You're very kind. So I see your new shirt. Tell us about your new shirt.
2: Yeah, we we have just, of course, <clears throat> returned from open the heavenlies, and if I sound a little hoarse, it's all the yelling I was doing there. <laughs> it was good yelling, really. Yeah. And uh, Rod Parsley was just wild. People, I mean, he looks like he's 20 years younger. Really? I didn't know if he knew this, but he had been sick for several years. I didn't know it. And now he's m- so much better. He's healed. He's well. His wife was there, too. They were so happy. And he was excited to be there with the, all these wild prophets. <laughs> mm. I think he's a friend of Hank Kuniman's anyway. But I'm telling you what, he got everybody stirred up about right now what God is doing now. And uh, I think it really surprised me. But it was awesome. But every single speaker w- had the same, uh, the same message, just in different ways. That the end is not here. And you better be ready for what God is about to do because it's going to be powerful. I mean, I, I every meeting I got to go to to hear this because I was, I left even more excited. So I do know that God is up to things. And I know there's a couple of people there who actually had some kind of inside information. So if you get a chance to go watch any of those, maybe go to Lord of Hosts um, website. And you might be able to see some of those uh, meetings that we had. But they were really, really awesome.
1: They were amazing. Now, I didn't get to see yours yet. I'm going to try and get. I saw Kent Christmas's uh, presentation was circulating. Were, were you there when Kent spoke?
2: I don't think I was. I think I had just arrived. So I was actually rest. That was my only day I had to rest. Yeah. So I rested that day. But yeah. I'm sure that my team was there, and they loved everything that they saw. We took like six or seven members of our team oh, uh, wow. to handle the products table mainly, but they all got to attend the meetings, too, so it was wonderful.
1: Now, you're going to talk about your shirt. Tell us about your shirt. Uh, can people order that shirt?
2: Yes, they now can order it. It will be on our website in about a week. Okay. Um, we just returned from the website. There's several new things, actually, that you'll be able to see there i'm sure we got plenty of things in case you know people want to order them for christmas or something but i can tell you that out of anything that i ever wear that pin that one pin i usually wear all the time i didn't wear it today because i have this i don't do demons it opens more conversations and a lot of other people have talked to said they say the same thing it opens conversations people what does that mean i don't do demons that means I don't participate with them and I don't tolerate them in my life. That's what that means. That means I serve the living God. And what an opener, you know, for that. But they, they get where they can't stand not saying something. And even in the grocery line or even walking down the sidewalk, people always ask me about the I don't do demons. So we thought, we'll just make T-shirts this time and take them. And I'm telling you what, uh, they are amazing. And they certainly are going to give a point of view from you. Well, you're not bashing people or what they believe, but you are taking a shot at hell. And, uh, you know, that lightning bolt reminds Satan how he was kicked out of heaven and unseated. And so this is probably going to be one of our best sellers for this Christmas time. But we're going to keep an inventory because it's really a thing that's in demand. The cups are, the tumblers, uh, the pins are. We have car magnets, which people will take pictures of our car. Because we have several different the magnets that we sell on the on the car. People will come up by and we see taking pictures of them. So you're making a statement without even having to verbally say something. When you have a car magnet, this, this thing is about this big and it says I don't do demons. And then we have other ones that say wonder women doing signs and oh, wonders. Oh, I love
1: that. I love it.
2: Yeah, and we had those also for our event. We had car magnets and we had some other things. I think I don't know if we have the tote bags yet. Jen's pointing at something I don't know what she's pointing at but we did have some Wonder Women stuff that's our women's group and we're redesigning the logo for our men's group because we plan to have both of those and of course this may be too shiny to see but if you've read the book you know that one of the most important things that was put in that book was the portal in heaven where everybody who lives there goes to uh pray over their family members or just uh there's rose petals it sounds wild but there's rose petals all around and big urns and it's got peace in them and when they throw them over through the portal peace will flood onto people wherever they whoever they're trying to send those that that word of peace to them but this is also something simple oh that's the portal right
1: that's the portal
2: yeah it's the portal in heaven it's got columns and at the base of the columns you see um like um what do you call them Jen? Monitors. monitors monitors yeah and on 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 the one side it shows people who are in heaven when the family members are born again they can watch it on that very those columns and at the base of the other column it lets them know when they're coming home
1: now cat on that picture while you have it there the little tiny stick figures almost down at the very bottom those are whole those are bodies of people standing so there could yeah. be like there could be like 50 bodies uh, a pe- person sitting on are these all different people from different families looking in the yes. same portal, but they're only seeing their own family? And is their picture of their family filling that circle in their eyes or is just a part that they're looking at? If you if you know how they're to
2: actually answer seeing them. OK. They, uh, uh, I'm not talking about the monitors. I'm talking about what they see. They're standing. There's usually about a thousand of them in there at a time. It's OK. Prohibited.
1: It's okay, and be- so they're even with a the thousand, they're all seeing many different yeah. things.
2: Yeah, most of them, if they're there, whatever's in their heart, they'll see their family member that they're thinking about or want to pray about or something. Or if it's somebody's birthday on earth, they go there wow. on their birthday, even though they don't keep time in heaven. They know when in heaven when that's going to be their birthday, and they go there and sing happy birthday to them. And then they go to different places in heaven and get gifts and put them in their mansion that's being built. So this is a really phenomenal thing. It connects everyone who has anyone in heaven. This place is something that's probably one of the most used places in heaven besides the throne room. And, um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of activity that goes on there. When somebody gets born again, everyone there sees that and they all start shouting. They celebrate that very moment. They see their family member getting born again. This is one of the things that they go there for, um, but, it, but it's a beautiful place and it's called the portal. I'm going to see what it says here. It says, "Heaven is cheering you on. God's love from above." And wow. I, I've signed it. It's already pre-signed. Um, it's like an eight by eight inch thing. I'm not really good. as I'm the good. I'm not in marketing.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's
2: what this is, and it's in it's in my book. It's in my first book, and uh, you can see this image, but we we added color to it.
1: And and, and Ken, are colored. there are there many of these portals in heaven, or is there one that everyone goes to?
2: Well, there's many. Okay. They're not all over them other buildings you can go go to but there are some that are outside okay they're outside that you can go to outside and see them you walk up to them and go look down over and see your loved ones so they're not really so separated from from us as of course we are from them right but, yeah mm-hmm.
1: well and then kat what if uh let's say you and in, in heaven you won't be married let's say you and Vane have gone home to be with the lord your best friends now in heaven do you, you can you just be having any old there's not days and nights but you're walking in heaven at some point and then do you just say hey bing let's go see what the grandkids are doing is it at a whim or are you directed by god to go look
2: Um, well most of the time it's your own choice but there are times when he lets you know he'll let okay. you know they're about to come home to heaven if you want to view it from here then you can run out to the gate and meet them i always wondered. As a child, how would somebody know I was even there? Well, I right. found out because he showed me. And it's these beautiful buildings built for that very purpose. And people go there. They'll sing to their loved ones. You know, it's just beautiful to see the fact that they they can still see their life. Now, they don't see any, you know, they don't see any of the, the um, uh, any attacks or anything like that. they don't see that that's not what this is for. This is a way for they can them to speak over their family members and to know when they get born again. Any important day in their life, let's say your grandchild was graduating, you would be able to see that from here. Um, A baby's being born, you would also be able to see that from this place in heaven. So they're kind of kept updated on things, important things in your life here on the earth. It's really a beautiful thing that God has made possible. The great cloud of witnesses, remember where it talks about that?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, You
2: know, run your race, don't, you know, run your race. And remove every weight that keeps you from the end or the goal of that race. Yeah, because of the great cloud of witnesses that surround us. This is one of the ways. Okay. That the great cloud of witnesses would be surrounding you. Oh, if, okay.
1: If, so because like, I would have pictured almost in the cloud and their witnesses are okay. so almost in the air above you, but you're saying this is how this is what it actually looks like. One of the ways. One of the ways. One okay. Of the ways.
2: okay. Yeah, okay. in meetings I've actually seen clouds well people would call it a cloud it's probably the glory yeah uh, every now and then i see this the, a cloud of witnesses in uh, in a meeting like way up high above everybody watching not wow. very often but i have seen that and other people have seen i think heidi baker um at one time she had meetings or a facility in florida i think it was like mid florida central central florida and uh, at at her first graduation from um, this place that she had gotten, you have, I don't know how many weeks you were there to complete a course, yeah. but they actually captured a picture, literally, really? of a cloud of witnesses. And I think if you put, maybe if you Google cloud of witnesses, Heidi Baker, you may be able to see that yourself. They that would be amazing. Coming, and that's what that is
1: that would be amazing so well we've got a bunch of questions but do you have anything you want to talk about uh, before we get into more questions
2: just exciting and exactly what god has said that people are starting to come forward we can't name those names and some we don't even know we do know there are several people right now who are turning to be witnesses against you know the yeah. ones who are trying to destroy us
1: and by so the way just so you know us. kat we're not going to be on youtube now until uh, december so if you don't if you don't want to speak in code right now you don't have to just i'm just saying <laughs> so
2: some of these people i don't know because i'm okay. not I'm not privy to every single wicked individual who's paying for things to be done or actually in charge yeah. of recruiting people to do them uh, they mm. well they have planned this whole thing well planned that you can tell and probably since when we were all celebrating i'm quite sure they decided we're going to stop all this we're going to take over but by the way Every single speaker spoke against that plan, and they all said, we know God has got a plan himself. We know the America is going to be, some said reset, some said reestablish, some said that God's just going to change all of it. So I think the fact that we were all in one accord, not having talked to anybody, I never call someone and say, what are you going to talk about? I would never do that. I have to only say what God's saying, you know, as a prophet. And most of these people didn't know until they heard what they were saying. So it made it very exciting for everybody yeah. there. But that was their heart. That it is not over. There's too many things left on this earth. God's not done with this earth or with us or with the body of Christ or actually with the world. And so I think that was the most exciting thing that happened in the last few days was being at that meeting. I was awesome. in a Warrior Alabama at the Robin Bullock's place. If you go to Robin Bullock's site, you probably see that. We'll have it up on ours pretty soon, but it's this next month. I'll be there for a couple of days speaking.
1: Okay. Awesome. Warrior, Alabama. Great, great. Yeah, we had a, oh, I guess I won't say the date. Well, since I'm not going to say the date and it's not that date. Uh, so I'll just say it this way because we try to keep Robin under wraps as far as when he's going to be broadcasting at his request. Yeah. It's a security thing, but we gave him a date uh, the, in the future. That we would like him to come on the program yesterday, and you know, God told me it was going to be a breakthrough day yesterday, and they've had all kinds of stuff. But yeah. so Julie invites Robin through his through Krista. I think it was the one. He says, we'd like him to come in on this date. Yeah, and 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 Krista. Calls back and says, "I want to throw a little monkey wrench or whatever word she used. She says, "We would like to come. Robin would like to come two days in a row, which he has never done." And he, we, yeah. we named the date, which we won't say just again for security. We won't say yeah. what date he's going to come And on. I'm
2: not exactly sure why I asked Jen. I know it is next yeah. month. Yeah, um, it is sometime next month but I will.
1: Be well, you're good for the for the church meetings. There's no question on that. That's not an issue. It's like. There, there was an issue with him broadcasting live and people were in yeah. the area, that kind of thing. I won't, I won't go into detail on that. But, yeah. well, listen, I've got some questions and I've got a question from okay. a 12-year-old, if you're ready. So we said kids first. So here's, here's one for her, uh, for Olivia. And then I'm going to, I've got one that I've been saving to ask you. So, okay. So Olivia, age 12, says, will homeless animals also, boy, I almost feel, I almost feel the compassion of the Lord for this little girl. Will homeless animals also go to heaven, and who takes care of them there? For example, are they adopted by families, or are they cared for in a center? So she's worried about the homeless animals, which is a really sweet thing. What would you say about that?
2: I do know what happens to the creatures, all the creatures, but I've never, a child always, or a young person always asks the most exciting questions that no one else asks. I guess that's, that's good. What, what is in their heart. Being young, you know, they would think about the creatures. And I can just say this. God loves every one of them. He loves every creature he made. And the ones that have a soul and a spirit, of course, are going to be in heaven. And that's why he had um, Noah put every animal or, or, or uh, species that had a spirit of life in them. He had them put them on the ark so that they'd be able to replenish the earth and then, you know, create more of them. So I would have to say that all of them go to heaven, which might be quite a shock to people. Heaven is bigger than this entire galaxy. There's plenty of room for all the creatures to come there. And and anything that has a spirit and a soul will live forever, just so you know that. Not just humans, but all the creatures that have that. And I can tell you, we know our cats do because they have personalities. They have likes, dislikes. they They make their own decisions every day about what they'll let you do with them. And, you know, you all all know that your pets do that, but even the other creatures, of course, I don't know about the adoption thing. I know that they will go home with you for a while to your mansion and visit with you. And it's not like a zoo. There's no place where anything is enclosed or kept enclosed. No no creature has in any way put behind any kind of uh, cages or bars. They have different domiciles and areas that they live in heaven. But you can go there and you can take them home with you for a while if you want to. If they decide to stay, I'm quite sure the father would not care if they stay. But they're all cared for. And if he knows when one, I think his point is, he knows when one sparrow falls to the ground. That means that they died. He knows it. Well, he wouldn't keep notice of something he didn't care about. And and you think about how how many creatures and animals did he put on the ark compared to people. To more animals.
1: yeah well that oh that's a good thought that's a good thought wow so so
2: yeah she needs to know that they're all loved that everyone in are loved, and that there is a, a way you can go go where they're living wherever their habitat is in heaven and uh and they have an area that's theirs and you can go visit them and, and take them with you if you want to for a while and if they want to go back they'll just go back
0: but awesome. they're all
2: fine and uh, god takes care of all of us the creatures there you go and his sons and daughters.
1: Wow. Now, you said something that was the right thing to say. You didn't know it was coming. in. You talked about the size of heaven and the size of things related to God. And and you talked about the new Jerusalem. The new earth is going to be so much bigger than ours. Okay. So I got to studying this. And I've seen this before I got back to it. So I'm going to ask you this because I know you've seen the new Jerusalem. I want to ask you about it. So in Revelation 21, 16, it says this. City. Was laid out like a square, as long as it is wide. He measured the city with the rod and found it to be twelve thousand stadia in length, as wide and high as it is long. So here's the. So I researched what these stadia are. So here's what it really, really is. The New Jerusalem on this earth is fourteen hundred and some miles wide, fourteen hundred and some miles uh, long. And fourteen hundred some miles high, which wow. is the height of some of our uh, satellites. In other words, I, I really then I googled it and I, I doubled it, checked and triple checked. In other words,
0: you if right. you look
1: at the continental United States <laughs> and you take sixty percent of our landmass of the United States, that's the size of Jerusalem approximately.
0: That's right. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah's Dreams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Now, back to the show. Isn't that amazing?
1: So tell me more about it. And how can it be? I mean, of course, again, because God said, what, what do you see 1,400 miles in the sky? It's like, why would you even need to go high if you've got the earth? I mean, what, what, would you, what, what, what have you seen?
2: Oh, because a number one of the amount of the money, the many people who will live, we're talking about the new earth right now, yeah. because the new earth is where that will be established. That is like God's, not just God's new home. He calls it our new home. So the new earth, it will be all of our home. And that's what we will call it, this is home. And I tell people it can exist only because of the greatness and how huge the new earth is. I mean, the scope of it, and I'm sure it's bigger than even our galaxy. It could probably be half the size of the whole cosmos. It is so huge that it can, of course, sustain, and nothing's going to go upside down or something because it's so high, but I kept telling people it is big. The The New Jerusalem, the walls are beautiful. The gates on it are always open. There's never any shut gates. The gates will never be shut on the new earth of the city. It, they probably will call it the city of God or the new Jerusalem, whatever anybody else calls it. That's just a city. I have to tell you that as big as that thing is, it's only a city yeah. Many cities in, in the new earth, many cities and um, places to go visit, do things on the new earth. And that's one of the reasons why it is so big. Um, and there's no sun or moon. It's lit with his glory. So it's spectacular. Uh, light shoots from the ground it shoots from everywhere uh all of the trees have light in them and there's there's no darkness on it there's no um no shadows really if the light comes from the ground there's not going to be shadows and people are actually quite um excited about that when they they walk around heaven now there's not shadows because the light the glory comes from the very uh core of of heaven which is a world it is a world and all these worlds were made after the likeness of that and so it's just huge all i could okay. think of was how big it was and it was so high up but you have to understand there are some angels <laughs> there are angels that are several thousand feet high
1: wow really, really? yeah
2: and they're in, they're in heaven now they're in heaven now they're in heaven now. You have to remember that in the the very last days, there will be an angel that stands with one foot in the middle of the ocean and one foot in the middle of the land. And they declare things in the the last days. I believe it's in the book of Revelation. But there are angels that high right now. Um, Even just some of the hosts are like 150, 200 feet high. And uh, their dwellings they have, I call it their barracks. It doesn't look like what you would imagine barracks here. Yeah. But even the army of heaven has their own area, defined area that they they live in and they they run their missions on or their assignments on from that place. And Michael's headquarters is a massive castle-like structure. Also, it is it is like shroud, not shroud is not a good word, I guess clouds of glory. But it's Uh the dark glory, people understand. It says, God says, I have myself in my dark clouds of glory uh, only because they're not white clouds. These clouds are like a camouflage for him. We're talking about the father now. And it looks like a million peacock feathers with eyes in them. Really? that, That whole cloud, sometimes he'll surround himself with that. But Michael's headquarters, even like, I guess, the circumference, uh, where you would normally have walls around uh, a structure or an area uh, are these clouds of dark glory with these peacock feathers with, with living eyes in them. And that's what the purpose for that is. So just walking around heaven and seeing things in heaven, it, it helps you understand the scripture, some of the scriptures. But that new Jerusalem is really amazing. Very beautiful, powerful. That's where the throne will be. The throne, will be, throne room will be there. And other things will be there, but there's so many other things to do and see on the new Earth, which is massive. It's just massive compared. I mean, there's no planet out there that's that's bigger than that's going to be the new Earth. It's beautiful.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. it's like, and I'm trying to figure out, and I don't know if your eyeballs in the spirit could see, you know, because the Empire State Building, then they made the Twin Towers, and then the the new Freedom Tower that took place, and then. In, Dubai and some of these places, they've got the tallest buildings now on earth. And there are probably a hundred and a hundred and some floors. And like, but still you're like a thousand and some feet up. But this city goes 1,400 miles. Uh, It doesn't say the sky above it is that it says the city dimensions are so is there anything more you can tell about what's up there in the sky? Yeah, it's and all literally of-
2: sitting on the new earth. It literally will come down. And he says, and I do know if the father had said to me, don't worry about when everything starts to be taken apart and then put back together, he'll keep you safe. Cause a lot of people go, well, if this is gone, where are we going to be between there and the new earth? Well, he will, he does impeccably everything ready. He himself. When it's ready for things he's going to do, it's going to be ready. No one's going to have to worry about being left out or lost or something like that. Because mm. some people, they say these things to me. And go, no, he's not going. He knows where every hair on your head is. He's going to know where you are, no matter where you are. Yeah. You're not, it's going to float around somewhere. He will have a place for you. But he's going to make the new earth and put all of us on it first. So we will be on the new earth. And then he will climb on this new Jerusalem city and come down out of the heavens and it will sit literally on the earth and it will be that high it will be that high because the earth will be so so massive it, it's not going to be and you can imagine that shows you right there how big the, the new earth is going to be yeah it's something that many miles high can sit and sit there perfectly because yeah. you made them perfectly and so it's just you're, you're in awe of seeing it but the thing that you know the most is those gates are always going to be open people will live all over the new earth it'll have one land mass and an ocean the ocean will always exist the seas will not the seas separate land masses yeah uh, this is what we told me the seas separate the, the ocean is the biggest body of water on this earth and yet there's rivers that run off of it rivers that run off of things and the landmass is when the land was broken up, the original earth, when he made it, had one landmass and it had an ocean. But when that whole thing happened in the earth, he, then later on, you know, verse two, there's, there's a mess going on, not a mess, but uh, it's hidden under the total water. You can't even see the earth. Between one and two are, are probably millions of years, literally millions of years of life here on this earth. And when God got ready to remake it, and he, when he put it back together, and he said, replenish the earth. And yeah. he left the landmasses separated. All he did was take the water off of everything. And then he began to build up the land again. And then he put the greenery and the fish. You know, he did all that. And then he made man on the sixth day. And then he, ma- well, of course, he did make the sun and the moon in verse two. Verse one, he didn't need the sun and the moon. In the beginning was when he made it the first time, people. You'll find that out when you go to heaven. You get to go see how he did all that much, all that happened. But this new earth will be so much bigger than the one we're on now. So yeah, don't that's have on that, life. do
1: you happen to know, Kat, if, because um, I know in heaven, I think you said sometimes you can think yourself in a place or walk through a portal and you're, you're another side of heaven. Will that still exist that, that ability once you go into new earth or are you more now you're in your your flesh, but it's glorified body.
2: You can Uh, do the same thing. You'll be able to do the same thing you did before for transportation around the way you do it around heaven. You'll be able to do that on the new earth. Okay.
1: Okay. So we don't know if there'll be even the necessity or, or let's, let's have a group. Let's all go somewhere and take a flight from one end of the city for a couple hours in, in today's travel, it would take you a couple, two or three hours, three or four hours to get to fifteen hundred miles. Yes, on the one city. Well, that, where well, do you have you seen planes, or are they simply not necessary? Maybe you haven't well, seen. I
2: them. see planes because people like to have them, and some are piloted by you. You, okay. most people get a star cruiser, and they're called star cruisers. So none of that was made up by Star Trek or Star Wars. Wow. Okay, that was in always in heaven first and it runs on light, and they will still have them on the the, the New Earth. That'll still be a way people love to be able to do that. There's gonna be trains, but not trains like we have here. You will step into beams of light. It will still take you around to the other side of um, on the New Earth. And there's probably gonna be even more ways of transportation on the New Earth than there even is in heaven right now. You can travel on light, on on bands of the rainbow. You can travel through uh, star cruisers. They have things that can take whole groups like I I call them, he calls them MMs, like a mobile mansion type thing. But it's like it's like a bus, but it goes in the air, not on the ground. A lot of times in have go in the air. So I would imagine, yes, you'll have flesh, but that flesh will be glorified. It'll be glorified. You'll be supernatural at that time, really supernatural at that time. And so I'm sure that will open up even more things for you. You can go visit other planets without a ship, even to go to those other planets. I know that for sure. Yeah. There'll be a new, a new heavens, and heavens is like planets. There's going to be a new whole planet system and everything put out. Some will be for certain things to do on just those planets, and you'll go there for like vacation instead of just yeah. Stay on the
1: new well, can't will people be on the new Earth? inventing things? Will technologies be being invented or is that stuff all invented? Well,
0: No,
2: I have to absolutely. The father being the great creator with his son, Jesus Christ, he and the word made everything that ever was made. The father did it by speaking and then the word made it. We will more and more be able to create things, places and things like that. I know for a fact he told me that we would. He'll send this like to a planet. Now we can't, We can't create people. We're not going to create other things like that. Places to go for people to enjoy and do things. You get to use your creativity. I'm saying not building something, taking 10 years, but taking probably like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's minutes or hours or something like that. But it would be so much quicker to create, design things and create things and put them places.
1: Very good, very good. Now, there was one, make sure I get to it, that I couldn't tell if it was a child's because it was under the 12 year old. But the question is This is Cherie. Was Queen Elizabeth II aware of, of any of the pageantry, honor, love, and respect the world was showing her? Did she see any of the processions, her family, mourners, or services? That's her question.
2: The if answer you know. is yes. That's absolutely yes. I know she is in heaven, she did make it to heaven. And the father actually really honored her because her whole life that she was ruling allowed Jesus Christ's name to be spoken, the churches to take place. She honored who he was and she did belong to him. And so I think one of the greatest honors he gave her was that she did that in her ruling and what she had made decisions on her own as the as the ruler over that whole country that she opened it up at all times to Jesus Christ. And so that was a he honored her greatly for doing that, and so yes, everyone who goes to heaven they do see they actually watch the actual service. But I'm sure she got to see most all of the things that went on in her honor. I'm sure that it blessed her very much.
1: Awesome. Now Janet's asking this question. Uses the word portal, but she's not talking about the portal that people in heaven look down on. She's talking about an open heaven portal from the earth. You know, where people say, man, it's an open heaven over this place. So she's saying, how can we get open portals uh, of heaven over our home?
2: You can. (laughs) It depends on how you're living your life. Number one. Yeah. What do you allow to be shown in your home? Mm. What you play on music in your home? What words are being spoken in your home? I mean, people use a lot of profanity. Heaven's not going to come hang around. They're just not because profanity is the is the only language spoken in hell is profanity. It is hell's language. It is not acceptable in heaven. No one does that in heaven. And mm. so heaven will come where they feel like they're welcomed, or the atmosphere is similar to where they live in heaven. But I've been in people's homes and I saw open heavens yeah, over their home, like right over. I could look up and see through it, uh, like through the ceiling of their home. I could see angels uh, swirling around that place. I saw them on their property. This one man, and I, I won't name, give his name because, of course, it, that's the invasion of privacy. And uh, it was in Redding, California. And this man, I was invited to speak in his home. The one time I went by myself, which they won't ever send me by myself again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 10 days and I went to 15 intercessors from bethel they they invited me to come and speak and so i went i stayed for 10 days with one of their one of the intercessors and got to know her well and well she was a naturalist and ate you know gray matter um i know i'm making fun of her and i love her And she knows she laughed all the time but finally my staff called and said, Has she eaten anything? And then she said, Well, no, I'm trying to get her to eat better. And uh, they said, We told you she's not going to eat that stuff. She's not going to eat avocado chocolate pudding. Well, <laughs> <or laughs> that ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I just was fasting the first few days. And Margaret said, Get her to an In N Out burger place. I know that they. I know that That's they
1: have
2: good. So, wow. But, but yeah, I, I was invited to a Catholic bookstore to speak. How about that? To a what? The Catholics love the books. They love oh, the books. Wow. They, they so believe in the supernatural. They believe in the Christ and, and in heaven. I mean they do. I never I never said that Mary was anybody more than Jesus' mother by you you need to know that. And I said, Well, if I talk, I have to say what the father's saying. And they said, We don't care, we're hungry. I think they had like 90 people in that bookstore, the Catholic bookstore, and they had my book already on their shelves. So it was quite interesting speaking yeah. to that whole group of people. But I did let them know, you know, Mary is very much loved in heaven and highly honored in heaven. Yeah. But she worships Jesus Christ. He had to die as her, as her Lord. And that's why he gave his mother to John. Mother, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. And so that transfer had to take place. So he died as her Lord. And so anyway, I did mention that nobody cared. They were all so excited that I was there talking about heaven. Some people had interpreters with them, but it was a Catholic bookstore. But I was invited to this businessman's home and he had meetings there all the time. And it was the first time I ever saw the river of life flowing in someone's home. And I'm like, I said, I didn't even know this man. This man is living his life right. Cause I have never seen I've seen it in mine sometimes, but never seen it anywhere else. This man was really living his life wholly on purpose. He was a great businessman in Reading, and they couldn't get the people in the home. Some of them had surrounded the home, were sitting outside, and I went, "Wow!" And I said to him, "Do you realize that your your own angels are surfing on the river of life in your home?" He said, "Yes, I knew that."
1: <laughs> wow! And the, and he was Catholic as well. You're saying.
2: I don't think he was Catholic, okay. but I, besides besides that place being invited to speak, it wasn't planned. It was totally unplanned. Okay, when people found out I was there. I would speak in the intercessors' backyards. It started in their home. When you have 150 people show up, you can't just keep it in your home. Right. So they moved it outside. It was just crazy. The response from the people—they were so hungry. But one of the places uh, I remember very well was the Catholic bookstore. And how gracious the people were and how excited they were to receive uh, heaven culture and what heaven was all about. But this businessman was another person that I did get to speak in his home. And they had so many people show up. They 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 were filling the streets with their cars and everything. But that was very significant that he did have what she said, an open heaven over his home. And you can create a habitation for heaven is what they call it. They don't come and live there forever, but they'll come and go in in the presence of your home. They want to see your life lived. They want to see who's invited over to hear about Christ. And so that's not an impossible thing. But and does the, person,
1: really- does the person person ask God to, you know, say, I'll do my part, but could you bring an open portal over me? Or does it just happen in your, from what you see, does it just would happen?
2: Say, I'm going to start creating a habitation for heaven. And then automatically, that portal is one of the things that would be established over your home.
1: Okay. Good, good, good. All right. Uh, Aaron is asking, he's a, he or she can't let uh, me be one or the other. I heard Kat Kerr teach about the temple in heaven. Is that a different place from the throne room of God? And then I want to add to that, is it a literal temple, just like another temple, but it's just not made with hands? Or is it a uh, something different but it's still the temple what what would you say there
2: well i know they don't have church services in heaven yeah Uh, everybody's already born again That's there they do have different meetings in different big buildings but that i was actually talking about the throne room Uh, if anything was going to be like a temple it would be there there's the altar is there the altar of god is there and uh, people do go there and underneath his area that he sits in this throne is a structure. It's not just a throne sitting three feet off the floor. It is very high and lifted up. And underneath that is are our, our rooms that you can go into and to declare things for your family or pray.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the donate today button to become a partner today. It
2: talks about one of those places, but the altar At the top of the throne room at the top of the throne itself there is an altar and those rooms are way down below that in rooms it's not i used to think are they under the altar itself like physically under that altar no they're in rooms that are under that altar. so the altar would sit sort of at the top uh, and there's a throne behind it and then the other throne is next to it and so um jesus sits in a throne with his father but there's other thrones there, and sometimes he invites people to come and sit on them. Oh. Sometimes he had some for children to sit on, and I think everybody, uh, if you ever heard saw Colton Burpo's movie, uh, he actually said he was taken to heaven, and God got a little throne or a little thing and set it right by his. And so I and that just confirms he does do that. This is that
1: book where heaven. It's about called Heaven Is for Real, right? That's that yeah. book. Colton yeah. Burpo was the name, yeah um okay, on under the altar i wanted to ask you about this before cuz you said it before it's in i think it's in revelation it says under the altar there were people that were crying out and one of the times it says how long until you avenge blah 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 um our blood it's something like that the, they were the voice of the martyrs am i do you are you familiar with that very much and what's the difference between that under the throne or under the altar maybe that's all the same what what do you what do you know about that
2: i don't know if they go i know there's not like time so i can't say they're there for three hours someone else is there i can't say that yeah i say that that structure is so huge you can imagine living creatures probably bigger than any building we have here they're huge are standing at the they're standing at like the four or I can't even say corners. The throne room is round. Yeah. The, throne is the very center.
1: Yeah. And
2: it so would be like looking at him. There's two here and two back here, so the four of them are always looking at him and shouting things on his his behalf. And you have to remember, some people go up to the throne room they're if they're shown everything there, they're so they don't even know what to think or say. They're so undone. The throne itself. The, the the one that the father sits on and Christ sits next to him. There's two arms, but those arms rest on the backs of two more living creatures that have four really? heads. Okay. Four heads, It talks about them. Uh there's there's four heads. Like now we know that there's four. We know there's we know that there's four different living creatures, but there's also two that actually stay with the throne all the time, and they have Or has, this is a living creature. This is not something that's just carved. And they're massive. So this throne is so high and lifted up. Just just because of the size of these living creatures that surround it and the ones that hold up the throne, the arms of the throne, I'm telling you, you, you don't know what power is. Yeah, No one knows what true power and holiness is until you stand before that throne. And these tiny little ants of people of the wicked who think they're going to overthrow him, he could just suck the life away from them. They'd be dust, but he's not going to do that. He has plans. He follows what he has set in place. But there are days of reckoning. Justice is coming for them. And no one or nothing on the earth can stand before God and saying you're not going to do it. And I understand when they say that they have no clue who he is or the power that comes from him. And that's who you belong to if you're born again. That's who your God is. That's part of the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, such powerful beings, so holy, that they do have personalities. They do do fun things with you. They created fun in heaven on purpose because we come home as the father, son, and daughter. He's not going to just leave you on your own to roam around there. He has already prepared a place for you. That's where you will live. Uh, You may have more than one place on your own property. there, Because he does do that sometimes. But you don't understand. Until that is why I am so fierce about having no fear. Why would I fear if I had stood before that throne? Life coming in and out of him seeing the lightning boat shoot on him, knowing that he has decimated hell, Satan, and he knows the plans for them are nothing. Their plan is to die forever in the lake of fire, and he's never changing that. But you, you and I who belong to him will live for all of eternity. There's no end to it. Life excited, life beautiful, life creating, life filled with love and his presence. That's who we serve. That's who's sitting on that throne. He knows every single person and what they're doing. He knows your life. He's heard your prayers. He knows your heart. He's not for you. We're entering into, and he is setting up right now. Some of the greatest days this earth cannot pass away into everything he has decided to do on this earth for us, with us, and because of him it's going to happen and no matter what people think roll up that rapture on people and get your yeah. tongue. cuz we will be ruling with Christ in this very earth before we ever get to heaven or the new earth and that's what needs to be on your heart not all the sad sick stories lame stories coming from the fake the illegitimate and the wicked they're in another whole book they're not yeah. in the book Name is written in, and you need to understand. And realize, think about that sometimes. Yeah. Talk about that sometimes, because if you want the supernatural to work in your life, you better be talking about it, even if it's only to yourself.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's hey, that's really good because some people say, "Who do I talk to?" And you just said, "Only if you only talk to yourself," because he, your thoughts are like shouts to him, right? He hears yes. every word.
2: Oh yes, yeah. every time you say something like. The Lord is God, and there's none beside him. All of heaven gets excited. Wow. All of heaven can hear that. But the heart of God, our Father, it swells with love because he knows his son is being honored. And anyone who honors Christ on this earth, you're not going to ever lose your place with him. You're not going to lose the reward. You're not going to lose things in the exciting times. Your name is already on the list to be used by God during these days. And so you need to understand. He knows what's going on, and he knows who's doing it. And this is going to be one of the greatest fraud exposures in the history of this world. And because he has his own plans, and those are the plans that will happen, not the other plans.
1: So good. Can you, you know, you remember seven years ago ish, somewhere, somewhere there, you came to our room on the cruise, and I said, "Okay, cat, I was just getting to know you." And I said, are you telling me that you, you sat here like before the God of the universe and you talked with God face to face? And you said, yes. Yeah. So my question is, how does that work if there's even any way to describe it? Because we know God is high and lifted up uh, and the Lord's, you know, and so there's that God who is fearsome and almighty and wonderful and all these things. But is it through his omnipresence you can talk with him face to face? At the same time, he's there, or is he go there? And then how, how would you describe the difference between sitting there talking to him face-to-face and the guy that's high and lifted up that you're probably not going to be chatting it up with? I don't know. What What are your thoughts on that?
2: I have to say it's one of the greatest experiences I ever have, and I've I've had that many times. I mean, you know, before all of this started back in the late 80s when Christ came to me and said, The Father and I are going to let you reveal heaven to earth. We're going to take you on tours around heaven let you reveal heaven to earth. We are tired of the myths and the mysteries and the lies. Satan has been spreading. Man has been spreading. We're going to set that straight and people will know how heaven operates. They're going to know what goes on there, what life is like, what happens when they pass away. And obviously at this time in my life, I was, I mean, passionately pursuing Jesus Christ to know him. And... They had already planned to do this with me. It wasn't something I said, I want that. I only said I wanted what they wanted. That part had happened. I had given them permission to come to me anytime they wanted to say something. It didn't matter if they said it inside me or outside me. And yet this had to start at a certain time on the earth. Heaven had to be revealed beginning at a certain time on the earth. And so that was their choice. And because they choose. Whatever they choose, I'm going to go along with. And Yasha did visit me face to face, just like when I was talking with you. They came through the wall. They don't have to walk through doors. They come to the wall. uh, They come to the wall of the hotel and speak to me. And many times they'll say things to me. Sometimes they will see the Father as a swirling rainbow. Most of the time, I just see him. Many times I'm caught up to heaven itself. I've been in the throne room. There's besides the the main throne room, there's a commissioning throne room where mantles are given out. Um, The commissioning throne room is a throne room that has the altar with the horns on it. Those are two different altars. The altar before the throne is the one that is used for people to bring their prayers and their uh, desires to the Father in person. Um, But then there's a commissioning throne room where, where mantles, I said mantles are given for people on the earth. They're commissioned at this throne room, and then they're brought down to the earth and placed on the people. There's so much to understand about how heaven operates, but whatever they choose, I have stood in the presence of Holy Spirit, the invisible member of the Godhead, and seen fire outline his whole body. And he can be as big as he wants or not, but he does have a real body. And I've seen Jesus Christ so many times, even before I was caught up to heaven, I saw him uh, face to face. Even when I was young, I would see him face to face. So I'm from, I'm seventh generation of believer who actually believes and lives wholly on purpose. Yeah. And I was picked out of all those in Him to represent heaven on the earth as a seventh generation believer. Whoa. My dad lived it. His mother lived it. We we've got his trace his history back to the others in my family line. Sometimes a whole line. A certain line of believers is chosen to do certain things during the different generations on the earth. I am not doing this just because of me. I'm doing it because I represent that family line. And out of all those who are here, he chose me knowing what my heart was, what I was willing to do yeah. in his way, his will, his way. It makes a difference. But yes, I do really see him face to face and I'm undone every single time the time Christ came and sat next to me and actually told me what I would be doing. First, they just announced it. Then later I was caught up to heaven for years and shown things. Then when Christ came back in 2005 and told me that I'd be writing books, traveling around the world and all the stuff that began to happen, I almost, I almost, I don't even think I was breathing. I don't think Mm. I was, I don't even remember breathing with him sitting next to me. The, the, the love he had for me, the waves of the love, the waves of the love of the father, and revealing their plan. And they picked me because I'm a detailed person. I have photographic memory. So there's reasons why I never argue with God. I never tell him to do it a different way. And I've met a lot of people that tell God he should do something a different way. I don't (laughs) do that. I don't do that. I honored my own father. I loved my dad. I served him also when he was on the earth, but it was just something he had already had planned. And I didn't say no. And I didn't argue with anything he said. And that means a lot. So if God says something to you, don't argue with him.
1: Yeah. 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 And you, you're as a seer, you might have had a really clear connection. I know there's other people that are operating out of faith because they're not hearing actual words. And so they're going, Lord, to the best of my ability, my answer is yes. And then they may have to proceed without a clear direction. Is that also true? In other words, I think if
2: you ever do that, he's gonna start giving you clear direction once you have actually said yes, verbally said it. Yeah, openly said it to him is very important. Yeah. And if you're not sure, you say, I'm not sure, but I really think this is you speaking to me. I'm gonna go in the direction you want me to go in. So thank you for opening the doors and giving me clarity whenever I need it. And if you you need to be like probably more focused on what you're saying to him it means it makes a difference it's not like it's not obviously he's going to shut you out if you don't but it opens more and gives because they don't take things Satan steals and takes he'll control you he'll use you abuse you as much as he can get away with he's getting away with it well I'm not letting him get away with anything of course being a seer does in that way uh, maybe gives me a little bit of an edge but but I had always been seeing ever since I was little. And yes, I do clearly see, I see things walking down the street going on in the spirit realm. Some of them will say, just leave it, keep going. Sometimes they'll say to declare something. So my life is like not normal in any sense of the word, but I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, you'll always be able to see any of them when you want to, but there's coming a time on the earth, not too far in the future, well, these visitations and in heaven encounters will be for many people. They'll be for many people. Really and those people who trusted him during this time, it probably pretty much you're eventually you're going to go because of your stand that you made. And you didn't back up and you didn't bash people who are doing things for God, even though you didn't understand it. Whatever you do, don't side with the left. Don't side with evil, you know. Whenever something's presented to you, say, you know, I'm not doing that, or I'm not a part of that, or I'm not believing for that, I'm not agreeing with that. All those statements you make, every statement you make matters in heaven. It matters in the atmosphere around your home. Yeah, and so, this is... who are you inviting to your home? Because if you're watching things that are like defiling or artists yeah. movies all the time, guess what? I was in someone's home. I went there to, that was my place I was staying in. And there were two demons standing right next to their television. And Jen was with me and she goes, what is in this room? And I said, well, they told us to enjoy their selection of movies they had. We wouldn't watch any of them. None of them. Yeah. And that person who lived there had been almost killed eight times. And I said, it's the movies. I just told them, it's the movies in your cabinet. There's so much gross violence just knowing the, the titles of those movies and, and the fact that those were not visitors those were those were residents in their home because of all the content of the evil that they had there and i just tell people you need to get rid of this stuff you need to burn it i said and you've almost been killed how many times i said you watch such graphic violence you invite those spirits to to get into your life which is true and so uh being a seer it makes it different when they go places like I'm going to go stay at the holiday inn somewhere. But, but while we were there, we, we couldn't even make them leave because they were residents. They gave um, them by the movies they were watching. Um, the wife decided she's not going to tolerate So I don't know what happened when we left, but.
1: Um, well, I got a couple more questions. We started a little bit late, so we'll go a little a few yeah. more minutes, but then two more questions. Maybe I wanted to circle back to the, to the altar. Cause you said, People in heaven will go to the altars and pray and give pre- prayers and petitions, I think, in heaven at the where where the Lord is, where, where God is high and lifted up. And yet there's also decreeing. You go to the rooms under the altar, and you said where they're making decrees. So my, my general question is both for them at the altar and for those under the altar making decrees. It seems like the, every decree and every prayer in heaven would, by definition, be a perfect prayer because you're sinless. There's no guile, there's no environment, there's no issues, there's no jealous. So if all of these people in heaven are praying if perfect prayers, Kat, what can you say? Are are all of those prayers getting answered yes and amen? Or what what would you say about the effectiveness of those who are decreeing from heaven? Does it always Happen, I the way probably they don't go.
2: know that answer because okay. I'm not the one getting the prayers. Okay. I don't hear the prayers that they're praying. They go right they're right there at the throne, or like I said, under the throne. Okay. I probably will do a, a basic sketch of that so people have a better understanding. But I understand why images are stolen by Satan and used everywhere because from a distance, the throne itself looks like this. Okay. Um, like a.
1: Like a triangle or like a pyramid?
2: I would say, well, what I would call a pyramid, because there's depth to it. Those are steps, four sets of steps going all the way up the throne on the four sides, uh, going up there. And then there are some areas that have closed doors where people go in and pray uh, for things. So I know what I've seen or I've been told. I can't tell things I haven't seen or haven't been told. I do know that's where people go to declare, they go to put petitions before the Lord. I would, I would pretty much think that most of them are on behalf of their family or things going on on the earth. And I do know that from there, from the throne itself, angels are being sent. I can say that part. They're being sent all the time. They're called up to the throne. They're given uh, messages or assignments and they leave from there and come to the earth. So I would think that probably had something to do with those prayers being given or petitions being given from, from those rooms underneath the altar in heaven.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, someone had a word for me that they heard what my father, my natural father who's down in heaven was praying for me. And so I, they told me what the prayer was and it made me wonder, is that and you said, you kind of saying, you don't really know the answer. The The question was, was that prayer that he asked, was it absolute? Was God going to absolutely pray? Because every prayer in heaven is perfect, You would think. I,
2: I think there may be timing on some of those prayers. Yeah, right. If, if God is in the midst of drawing somebody closer closer to him, or maybe they're in a, a time of training in their life for things that he's going to give them to do or something like that, and. I don't think he'll give you something that is too soon for right. what he's doing with you. Right. And there were three years, especially three years in my life, when I lost my job, my great law job, they let me go because I wouldn't take another lawyer on because the Lord said they're going to do this. You're going to say, no, you're not taking another lawyer. He said, I know the I need those three years to train you. And he didn't tell me what I was being trained for. It was all okay. the stuff I'm doing. And I said, okay. And it happened exactly the way the day he said it would happen. It happened thirty really? days. That day, they came in. They said the very thing he said they would say. I gave them the answer he said to give. And so from that time, I was totally blown to the Lord. And and there were things he did train me in. Um, yeah. To go places when he said to go, to do what he said to do. And for three years, he did that. So he let me know that was going to happen.
0: I But I do a... know
2: within that time frame. He couldn't give me all that I have accumulated now in revelation and in, in, in training and in, uh, ruling. He had to have me go through that three years of preparing me that I would understand Him more and understand Heaven's plans more. So yes, they're given uh, prayers. Trust me, they're they're. I know some things are asking for things for their family members and places, maybe or areas, place, places and I. I know the father writes it down. He likes to literally write things down, whatever said. Yeah. But he's not going to ignore them. He's not ignoring then, it. They're up there cheering you on, praying for you, declaring over you. And when something suddenly happens, so totally unexpected, that thing was probably an answer to the prayers of any of your family
1: members. Very cool. I, you were talking about God trains you and you, what you were training. I, I'm going to share this. I'm not going to give the name of the person, but there's a famous or was famous person uh, to see she had a, uh, a global uh, recognized she was globally recognized she said to me this last week she said I knew I watched Kat Kerr when she worked at that church in Florida and she's she did she was in the, she helped prepare food and she ministered to people and she did everything God told she didn't try to get ahead of anything she didn't try to be something and she says, "I watched her do that, and now I see where God has taken her." I just wanted to say that because so here was a person you may or may not know who I'm talking about, but she was watching you the whole yeah. time, and now she's so proud of where you come, and, and now she's learning from it. Yeah, do you have any idea who I'm talking about?
2: That could have probably been several different people. Yeah, that, um,
1: yeah. yeah. But anyway, I thought I'd share that with you. So but then
2: would come and ask me a question or something that I was doing. But I was about the father's business. whether yeah. that was cooking cleaning setting up decorating for all those events that we had and and that wasn't my favorite thing isn't that funny so it may be inconvenient sometimes it may be inconvenient for you Uh, maybe you don't understand why but if he said it just do it people just say yes to him and do it and then you won't miss what he has for you
1: yeah, yeah, that was amazing. It was a good lesson for me and for people watching because they'll go, oh, so Kat wasn't always didn't wasn't born ready to be a prophet, and caught up to heaven. God's giving her promotion after promotion. You served and served and served. You, I get, did. you said you got fired from that one job, did you?
2: I did. Uh well, yeah. I wasn't really fired. I made it it's the way they give you a choice. You can stay if you can take yeah. a second attorney under, you know, to be under there's there was no time, it didn't make sense yeah Uh, and my boss lawyer said that doesn't make sense that the board is saying you have to take a second lawyer but i knew why that was happening it was his way of releasing me from there and i could see that it happened exactly the way he said it would so i did a great job and i had great relationship with my with my boss with his wife his family came to visit him all the time in the law office which was very rare he was a christian And so, and he knew I had favor with the judges, favor with the county clerks. Uh, You couldn't just call a judge and say, change this date. I can't make it there. No, I wouldn't tell you what they'd say to you. Uh, But some people just have favor and they go, of course, I'll change that. And so there was reasons why he recognized that I had favor from God for things. But the time came when God was taking me to the next thing to prepare for what he had for me, which is, what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I was excited when I went home and told my husband 30 days from now, I won't have my job anymore.
0: You <laughs> I did
2: myself excited knowing that something was going to happen. And, uh, and then he told me my husband at one point wouldn't have his either. And it happened just like he said, he wouldn't have it, but he really took care of us so amazingly during that time. And then he began wow. to establish us in, um, in what our call was in our life. So even in the times when you don't understand, maybe you don't clearly hear, you trust him because he is preparing you for something that he really needs done. You and trust- he's
1: always watching when you say, You say God writes everything down. Of course, our are angels are, aren't are angels recording things too? Uh, yeah, they're or-
2: scribe angels sent to be with you. I see them with some people and they're always, uh, they have a tablet kind of a thing, not like we have here, but it's just different but the father is the one who loves to write things down. Jesus not so much. Not Jesus so much. rather go and speak and share and uh, but the father has always written things down. He loves to write things down. He has book of remembrance, he has a, a layman's book of life. He has got many different books that are his own uh, that he writes in.
1: Hey, let me ask here's one last question. This is Elaine. I'm trying to find one that's a little shorter but Elaine's asking uh cat i know jesus i know jesus laughs in heaven but have you ever seen the father god laugh a big old belly laugh out loud is a question i was just imagining the father with his head back with long flowing white hair just letting out a big laugh so he have
2: absolutely you seen- does do that he absolutely does uh, i think um i'm continually amazed at by the father I I know why his son loves him so much. And he does. I mean, I think the hardest thing Christ went through was the three days he was separated from him and was not allowed to hear him or anything. And he had to stand for what he knew was going to happen when he had to go over to hell and then wipe them all out later. But the father does laugh. He actually does laugh. Sometimes when people come home, he's so uh, overjoyed that he'll just laugh out loud. And then you can't help everybody in the throne room will begin to laugh because it's like <laughs> it's, contagious.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he
2: does have a big laugh. It's a big laugh. His voice has got layers in it. So it multiplies the intensity of what he's saying or laughing at.
1: Oh, I'd love to see that and hear that. Awesome. And the, on that question, you where you said, or you actually just volunteered this, you said, uh, <clears throat> going up to heaven or visiting heaven and these experiences are going to be for the many. Uh, soon, uh, roughly, you said something roughly like that. My question was right now, I know I can, I know seven or eight to have had these encounters. Uh, I know the more details of, of that between you and maybe Kim Robinson, Robinson, uh, Donna Rigney, the, the multiple things. But when you say for the many, are you talking about for millions upon millions of Christians will be being caught up? What would you say?
2: I have to, I'm have. i not sure about the number, but I know that many will. And I think we're entering into a season of greatness of God being uh, demonstrated and manifested all over the world. It's going to start happening. I do know you told me at one time he'll take whole congregations or whole groups of people really? at one time. So yeah, it's Whoa. going to increase. It's really going to begin to increase.
1: That was a huge word you just said. You're saying God sometimes is going to catch up a whole congregation.
2: Yes, he did and- say that to me
1: whoa dream and i used to pray that when we go to heaven we um could we go together i don't i don't think we pray that anymore because right now all we go, all we want to do is go whether one of us goes or the other. we just want to go and yes. <laughs> but it'd be cool to, to it, knowing that god would sometimes take a couple or a church or a interesting time so we
2: really did say that
1: is there anything before we close that you can think of um that in this hour, crucial hour that we're living in, things are happening in the news, things are happening in, in the church. That you would like to leave the people with, if you could just. Sometimes I think, Cat, you must. I know you don't. Uh, I know you don't get anxious, probably, or fear like that. But are there times you just wish the body of Christ could grab hold of this one thing right now in this hour that they're having a hard time grabbing hold of? Is there anything like that?
2: I think sometimes it doesn't make sense at all because God doesn't live. um, He doesn't live or think the way we live or think. He is God. And I'm talking about the Father. And I think the one thing he told me to tell everybody to do is still the best thing to do. You start celebrating. And I know in your head, well, all the stuff's going on. These words are being said. But when you do what God has said to do, it's him saying it. Eat cake and celebrate. Because he knows, no matter what's going on around you, what's being said, even the regulations, even the criminal acts that they're doing in our government right now, or other wicked people, you cannot let that be your new norm. It is not your new norm. God is your norm. It should be the thing you go to, the thing you talk about, the thing you're excited about. He holds time within himself. It comes from him. He knows the days are getting very short for those things to continue that you're seeing now. He wants every single thing and person and group totally exposed. that are a part of trying to take over. He wants that to happen until that time. Besides just praying, giving your prayers or your praise, make sure you're praising and praying. Don't don't let only go to like, I've got to pray this or else you need to pray. Sometimes praise is better than praying because he already knows what you need. Praising is actually thanking him for doing it before it happens. And this celebrate thing he wants you to do is those who've done it are building layers in your soul of that celebration. And when it happens, it will be so powerful for those who have agreed with God. The celebration is coming things are changing it is totally going to be different it won't be anything like it is right now that's what you're actually doing i would say the most important thing you do is do what he is saying himself in these days with all this going on you celebrating victory and freedom before you actually see it happen is one of Good. the most powerful things you can do not just for yourself and your family but for the father the son the holy spirit and all of heaven looking down and saying they really believe and trust you that this is going to happen what you have said and i think that other than that is helping other people who are in a place of fear who are in a place of turmoil pray for them that that fear will leave that understanding will come that clarity will come they don't have to live in a place of doubt, of fear, uh, of being taken over by the enemy. We don't belong to the enemy. You came from the father and lived in him. He knows your name. He knows who you are. He knows what you need. And sometimes the fastest way to get things you need is to thank him.
1: That's good.
2: You have to pray without ceasing because you need something. You pray once then thank him. That's so
1: good
2: whatever that thing is a lot quicker by thanking him and showing gratitude that you're trusting him for it.
1: Really good cat. Really good. Uh, would you go ahead and pray for the people? I know they always love it when you pray and decree over them. So awesome. yeah,
2: Father, right now I just take authority over all the darkness out there, the evil, the wickedness, the killing, stealing, destroying, defrauding, um, yeah. taking away, you know, robbing people all of that. I take power over all of that darkness. I say it has not got permission to be here. It has no right to operate in the life of a believer. We will not tolerate that continually going on. I'm in agreement with the Father. That end is coming for wickedness and evil to be present everywhere. They don't have permission from us. I will give permission to nothing that is evil or darkness. I evict darkness from my home. I evict it from my life. I evict it from my city in Jesus' name. And I release the life of God, the love of God, the plans of God, his celebration, his validation, his justice that is coming to this earth. He and he alone do I serve, and I will serve no other God. I thank you, Father, for showing up and showing off on their behalf a place at your table in the very presence of the evil going on, that you know what's happening and you have a plan. And I believe you and trust you with everything within me. I am on the same side you're on, the side of the right, the side of life, the side of love, the side of justice, freedom, and liberty. Because that's life in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven in jesus name
1: amen 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 thank you kat hey i think in the interest of time let me just remind people revealing heaven i want to do it with my finger revealingheaven.com that is where you get the books and the materials yeah. and that i don't do demons and all her yeah. her website dot is the one place it's got spiritual resources uh, that are free it's the one place you can give to Cat, and the only place you can give to Cat. Yes, awesome. uh, please support her ministry. I know you, many of you do, and maybe most of you do. So, Cat, thank you so much. Uh, let's see, Barry Wunsch will be on tomorrow. Prophet Barry Wunsch tomorrow is Thursday. Uh, so and then Kat you and I are taping a second show tomorrow so we'll do that yes. for, for next week. So that'd be good. I Thank you. I love her. Oh Thanks. I will, I will, I will. God bless you, Kat. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you all later, everybody. Have a great day. Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com, dot com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.